Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jacob Nyheisel, political science professor at UB, is with us this morning on WBEN talking about the New Hampshire primary. Uh, Jacob, how decisive of a victory was it last night for Trump? Was it a knockout punch? Morning, Brian and Susan. Um, I'm, yeah, it's pretty close to a knockout punch, I think. Uh, this was ground where Haley had to do really well. Uh, she did better than she did in Iowa, it looks like, although the, the gap is widening a bit. However, um, this is probably going to be the friendliest territory she sees in a while for a number of reasons. And as the campaign goes forward, I think it just gets more uh, advantageous to Trump. Now, you said uh, advantageous uh, or for Haley, this primary could have been uh, that she won't necessarily see in other primaries. That has a lot to do with independent voters. You know, when you look at the numbers, uh, Donald Trump, almost 55 percent of the vote. Nikki Haley, a little over 43 percent of the vote. Uh, you might think like, well, you know, it is maybe a little close, closer than you might have believed with some of these polls that were happening. But those independent voters in New Hampshire played a big role, right? That's right. She won independence fairly handily. And New Hampshire is an open primary state. Uh, the number of the ones coming up uh, are not where, you know, you have to be an enrolled Republican in order to take part in the, the contest. So, yeah, he with he, him winning um, Republicans pretty handily, uh, it just looks worse for her going out. Moreover, New Hampshire Republicans aren't South Carolina Republicans. They're not Michigan Republicans. They tend to be a bit more libertarian-leaning, um, a bit more uh, moderate in some respects. So, yeah, I think the, the rest of the territory here just looks really bad for her. Well, Nikki Haley last night vowing to stay in it. She said it's not over for her. What would be a path forward for her? I don't really see one and unless, you know, something drastically changes in terms of the preferences of Republican primary voters. Uh, everywhere we look, everywhere we see polls in these you know, early states pre Super Tuesday, Trump's up fairly substantially. So I don't know what would eat into that lead, uh, but it doesn't seem to be wavering too much. I, you wouldn't expect her to bow out, though, before going to her home state. No, you wouldn't necessarily do that. But I think, you know, if you don't win your home state, that, that starts to look pretty bad. And moreover, you're going to have donors jumping ship, trying to, to find safe harbor somewhere else. And, you know, they might not be happy necessarily with Trump, but he looks to be where the party is headed. And so if you want to be on board, um, you know, Nikki Haley doesn't seem like that candidate right now. Haley last night challenged Trump to debate her. 
he's been sitting out of these GOP debates so far. Do you think he'll accept or not? Not really. It's been working for him thus far not to engage. He, you know, has a big enough platform that whatever he wants to say, he can say it and it'll get out there on either his own social media accounts or uh, the the media will pick it up. Uh, It doesn't really seem to be something that he, he needs to do right now. I heard something pretty interesting leading up to uh, this primary, and that was uh, Trump, I believe over the weekend, you know, said something to the effect, you know, he was talking about Nikki Haley, uh, you know, kind of making fun of her campaign, saying, did you hear, you know, even Democrats are voting for her. And I thought that was really, you know, interesting. It plays well during a primary. But in a general election, isn't that kind of what you want? You know, the more people who vote for you, the better your chances of winning the general election. Is there, I mean, just how different is the mindset in a primary cycle as opposed to, you know, what you need to win in a general election? That's a great question. And it's very different. Traditionally, we think of in presidential contests, neither party has a substantial enough base that that alone is going to to win the contest for them. It does happen. The the big example in the the modern era would be Obama 2012. He lost independence and still managed to to win the race. However, we tend to think of you need those independents. You need maybe to eat into some of the other parties' base of support as well if you're going to win the presidency. Well, now I'm wondering how likely do you think, Jacob, that a Trump-Biden rematch is in the cards. Very likely. <laughs> I would assign a high degree of probability to a rematch going on right now. You know, and based on exit polls, it seems that that's the matchup that most Americans don't want. I think that we're seeing lots of indicators that most people are casting about for something else, um, but that has not materialized to the point that they're, they're willing to move away from, you know, what, what seems to be presenting themselves, right? So lots of folks are moving in the independent direction. If you look at the party ID numbers from Gallup or Pew, lots of people say they're independent, but when push comes to shove, they still have these party loyalties. I, I you know, I love that. I, what's behind that phenomenon? Like, how do you explain? You see the bumper stickers, anybody else, 2024, right, for the last uh, four years, and, and yet still you end up kind of, uh, I've throughout the past few months have said, like, sleepwalking your way into a, a rematch between these two. All the polls say, Nobody wants to see it. But how do you get here if nobody wants to see it? Is it apathy? What is it? That's a really good question. I, I think lots of things sound good in the abstract to voters. Uh, bipartisanship sounds really good in the abstract to voters. But when push comes to shove, um, party identity is a really, really strong force in a lot of our lives. And so we try to make things consistent with that identity as possible. And that often ends up being, you know, supporting the obvious nominee for your party. Well, you know, if it is Trump and Biden, what happens if something happens to either one of them leading up to November? That's a really good question. Um, uh, they're both, you know, getting up there in the years. And, uh, of course, the, the obvious choice would be whatever uh, VP pick that, that Trump has, um, that would be the person that would naturally be slotted in to, to be the, the nominee. Uh, it's not entirely clear what the, the mechanics of that look like, though. Jacob, we appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk with you again soon, I'm sure. Political science professor Jacob Nyheisel from the University of Buffalo. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.